God is good all the time. Amen. From the book of Acts, second chapter, 12 through the 13 verse, I would like for you to take note to this. It's not what it looks like. It's not what it's looked like. Can somebody say that? Oh, didn't nobody say that. Could you say it again? You know, that gets into more trouble. Our eyes cause us to trip. Our ears cause us to trip. And it's hardly ever what we think it is. You think about it. But we are such fragile beings. Our imagination often get the best of us and carry us into a whirlwind that it wasn't a whirlwind at all. It was just a gnat. I said it was just a gnat. What do you do with a gnat? You swat it and keep on going. Am I right about it? Has anybody been ever asleep or just nodding and you awakened by a fly that come across your ear? Yeah. Have you ever been there? And I didn't know flies made sounds until they come across your ear. It's not what it looks like. Has anybody ever been in a financial bind and thinking you have to go out and and turn flips or beg and, and do something that's uh, don't gonna come back on you. you. You know, I often talk about payday loans where there are 60% interest. You borrow $100, you have to pay back 600. Uh-oh, see, you, you don't wanna be real with me. Somebody, I just heard somebody's spirit say, yes, Pastor, I've done that. And that's fine, okay? Hopefully you won't do it again because it's not what it looks like. It's not what it's looked like. Look here, look here. See, many things, we consider many things when we suppose. The scripture says, as they, uh, 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 they suppose, these men are not drunk as you suppose. A suppose is assuming. Why do we, and I got the answer, but I'm going to ask you, why do we always panic when seemingly trouble comes? We just panic. Now, we say we love the Lord and we are trusting in the Lord, but, oh, Lord, said, let something happen. We fall apart. What's wrong with that? Anytime you hear a loose rattling on your car, don't you get out and check it out? Or don't you take it to the mechanic to, hey, it's something rattling that shouldn't be. When something is rattling on the inside of you, why don't you check it out? And sometimes you end up worrying about stuff that's out of your control. And then you end up on medication. You might end up with a pain of jack. 
Ah, Seagrams. Ah, old Wellers. Pastor, you know that mighty good. I ain't, 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 ain't no shame in my game. I'm trying to get free. See, the truth will make you free. You know why I come here to make you free? You ain't got to worry about hiding no more. It takes strength to hide. Always covering up, always trying to be something that you ain't. That's just too much energy. I just want to be. Somebody say, I want to be free. And I ain't worried about you. If you ain't there, we'll pray for you. Well, don't get mad at me because I'm there. Let me help you get there. Amen? Before I knew the Lord, like I told my Sunday school class, just before I knew the Lord, I really did need saving. But I know y'all, some of y'all been saved all your life. But I really did need saving. I ain't never been a gangster and somebody that robbed and steal. I, 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 that just wasn't part of my nature. But that don't mean that I did something that didn't warrant discipline. And you have too. It was just the grace of God that saw you through. And then sometimes you get caught in your dirt. Listen to me. And a steel shot is taken of you. That's not all of you. That steel shot was taken at a low point in your life. It ain't always what it looks like. I said it ain't always, but these folks don't take time to think about it. Oh, uh, see, I know it wasn't nothing to them. See that? You see them? It ain't always what it looks like. Oh, God is punishing them, and they shouldn't have did this, and look at them now. It ain't always what it looks like. Am I right about it? Because you'd have said, oh, pastor is a straight-up sinner. You see, God is punishing him. He can't get a job. He's been unemployed a year. And you see that? If I was sister, where I'd leave him. It ain't always what it looks like. Am I right about it? And thank God for an investment that your spouse put in you. If you don't trust your spouse, what you doing with them? What you doing with them? And, 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 and relationship is not built on getting your way all the time. It's not based on, you're supposed to make me happy. Oh, ho, 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 what about me? Where's my happiness going to come from? Everything should be based on making the marriage or the relationship better rather than trying to hold somebody hostage so you can get what you want. Many things be, can be considered when one supposed. Let's go a little bit deeper. See, in the midst of under, misunderstanding, one might consider what they do if it was them. 
Uh-oh, I guess you didn't hear that. If I'm observing something and then I'm supposing, I'm just interjecting what I would do if I was them. I, I didn't, I'm preaching harder than you saying amen. So you watch how you judge folks. Because you are imposing what you would do if you were them. See, I know it wasn't nothing good. Ain't nothing good about you. I knew it wasn't nothing about uh, Brother Jackson. I, I just see that. I told you, look at him. Look at him now. When you see your brother overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, go to such a one and restore them in the spirit of meekness. Consider yourself, lest you also be tempted. And then somebody sitting behind the corner taking a snapshot of you. In the midst of misunderstanding, in the midst of supposing, you subject to come up with anything. Interpretation occurs when you aren't patient enough to get the whole story. Can I get an amen light? Let me say that again. Maybe you didn't understand me. I say interpretation occurs when you aren't patient enough to get the whole story. You done already started rumors on something that you don't have the whole story about. You don't have the whole, but, but you know what, uh, you know what encourages that? Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, we done become a socially relaxed people. Say anything, Put all your business out there. So socially meltdown society. Don't you know if we didn't have rules, society would break down? Everything would come to a screeching halt. So when you have to come up against a rule, it ain't what it looks like because you think it's about you. Can I get an amen from my preachers? I'm just saying it ain't always what it looks like. Or what you think. See, I, I told you. I told you it wasn't nothing. Well, ain't nothing to you. Until the lights come on, we have a tendency to stumble. Running into are just being totally off base. I say until the light come on. Light means understanding. We done stumble, and then we say, and then see, so-and-so uh, 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 said, well, where is so-and-so at now? So-and-so is hiding because they done started a false rumor. Now you can't find so-and-so. The mysterious thing about so-and-so, you don't have an address on them, email, 
a cell phone number or nothing. When you go to contact so-and-so, you're just at a loss. But so-and-so is still there hiding because they done started a rumor on Brother Will that was not true. It ain't always what it looks like. Am I right about it? And so, and so, and see, uh, see, uh, 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 see, this occurs presently. It's a personal matter, and it's a spiritual matter. See, we set goals, don't we? And don't, and they don't manifest on our schedule. It's not always what it looks like. A delay. It's not always a denial. See, we think we think we on somebody's job and say, okay, the schedule says you're supposed to be here at 8 o'clock. Oh, why are you late? And we do our own lives like that. I had planned to have this done by my schedule. Now, what's up? Who are you? And your schedule. I said, who are you and your schedule? Stuff ain't going to happen always on your schedule. And anything that's good and perfect ain't going to be on your schedule. That comes from God. He's the only one that gives good and perfect gifts. Every time you hear something coming from God, it's a gift. You don't have to stress out over a gift. You don't even have to second think a gift. You just receive it. Will you receive a word from God today? Because it's a gift. It's just like Myra in your bones. Am I right about it? Now, now watch it, watch it, watch it. We set goals, and I, I've, I've set some goals in my life. Lord, what's up? But now I know what was up. I wasn't ready for what I asked for. We think we are. We think we superman, superwoman. We think the world bows down to us. But baby, that's just Satan that got into your head. That's all it is. That's all it is. A gift. A gift. I told you a story one time, you know, me and my wife back in 1988, I believe. We were, uh, we were living in a, a rent house, and we wanted our own house, a brand new house. I had just declared bankruptcy twice. Yeah. Pastor, twice? Sister Sam gonna say. Not twice, Pastor. We were so far in debt that it took two of them to clear everything out. But God was still feeding us. Had a roof over our head. Two cars to drive. I wouldn't worry about no bankruptcy. I said, baby, let's go look for us a house. And then one, one of my 
one of the spirits. It was a spirit. You just, you just, you just declared bankruptcy twice. You know, ain't nobody gonna give you no credit. I said, I don't. I, 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 it ain't what it looks like. Cause the God I serve is able to work through bankruptcy. The God I serve is able to work through your frustration. You don't have to beg God for nothing. You don't have to whine and cry, God, what? You're not trusting God when you do that. Help me with my faith. Maybe should be your prayer. So I won't freak out when bad news come. Long story short, we look. We had enough nerves to contact a realtor. My wife said, watch God work. I just had gotten on a job, hadn't been on, I, I was still on probation. Hadn't been on the job for five months, and when you work for the state, you got to work for nine months before you get off probation. And you better not even slip during that nine months. They can get rid of you and not even answer one question. I don't know if you knew that or not. They can just say, you don't fit. Bye. Now, after you get off probation now, they just can't do that because you got civil law on your side. But anyway, we went out and we looked at a house, looked at another house, looked at another house. We came up on this brand new house, never been lived in. The house we still in for 31 years. She said, baby, this is my house. It was the highest priced house on the list. She said, that's my house. I said, okay. But I still had a little something back here saying, you know how we do. We, I, I trust God, but there's a little something that won't give me full commitment. You know, so son, you know, you, you trust in God, but God is it. Don't let me up to let me down. You know what I'm saying? Anybody know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So, and so we went on, and just like we had all the money and good credit, we stepped in there and said, that's the one we want. Even the woman said, you sure? <laughs> Long story short, we looked at the house on Monday. We moved in on Friday. And still there. It wasn't what it looked like. You might be down right now, but tomorrow, God can get you up. Don't take your present situation as a failure, as a hopeless situation. It ain't. It ain't what you, it looks like. In the midst of physical trauma, there is little hope. When we get in a physical dilemma, we start thinking about dying. Death comes up. Just like it did yesterday. The man passed out right there in front of the whole church. 
folks thought he was dead. And the fear of death went over the whole audience. But it wasn't what it looked like. Man went on to the hospital. They did what they do. He's all right. Thank God for Jesus. How many times have you had a physical something-something and you thought the worst? Just remember this word today. It ain't what it looks like. Am I right about it? So, 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 so I, I know some people who are facing some physical concern. But, baby, you go on with confidence knowing that God you serve is able to deliver you. And you who are trying to console, quit being negative. They feel bad enough. You need to tell them God is with you. God is going to see you through. Instead of whining and crying and complaining. Where your faith? Because it ain't. I'm reminded, I, I can just take my time this morning because I'm going to take it. We have testimonies in the audience. And I'm getting, and I know who they are, and they saying amen louder than anybody. We had one that went in the hospital, and the doctor had to take all of their insides out and lay them, put them on life support and lay it on the side and deal with the internal problems and then put all of that back in them. It wasn't what it looked like. Somebody else had an aneurysm, and, and, and you know, aneurysms are deadly. And then things happened, and the word was shared, and they sprang back and driving and, and shouting and praising God. It ain't what it looks like. Somebody else done had double knee replacement and up shouting and jumping. I said, it ain't. Somebody need to say something. It ain't what it looks like. Quit letting the devil cheat you. Quit letting the devil cheat you. Folks in here done had brain surgery. Folks could say, well, that's it for them. They gone. But it wasn't what it looked like. Oh, I'm glad about that. I'm, 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 I'm happy about that. Somebody ought to be turning flip and shouting. My downs is another opportunity for God to intervene. And he's going to show up. Anybody know he'll show up? In the midst of a storm. Some folks done lost children. And the enemy wants you to go down behind that tragedy. But you a lie, devil, because it ain't what it looks like. Personally, I'm so sure glad. Because I've been into some supposing situations. 
Aren't you glad today? That all sickness is not death? I say, aren't you glad? My God, I'm getting happy. I'm almost there, y'all. Uh, 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 don't do it because it's not what it looks like. And the don't is don't act unwisely because of the situation that you find yourself in and you're trying to fix it. Don't, somebody say don't. Because it makes it worse than it is. Am I right about it? I know another situation. See, y'all are, pre are helping me preach my sermon. I know another situation in here where a, a, a family was in a new house already. But then the enemy just kept on burglarizing them two, three times, walking down the street with their big screen TV. And that's bold. You know that's the enemy. And being in a neighborhood where you see property value going down, and they worried about, Am, are we going to have to take a loss? But God stepped into that thing and said, I'm going to give you more than you're asking for. And they, would go, they was able to go on and get a newer, better, and bigger house. Because it wasn't. Somebody ought to shout for the Lord. It wasn't what it looks like. Quit putting limits on yourself. Quit putting disaster on your life. Just because you got high blood pressure or uh, uh, low blood pressure, it ain't. God can keep you through low blood pressure. God can keep you through diabetes. God can keep you through high blood pressure. God can keep you. Won't he do it? Oh, y'all ain't saying that. I said, won't he do it? Tell the enemy, you, I know what you, you're trying to get through my eyes. You're trying to get through my ears. But I, in the name of Jesus, it ain't what it looks like. Oh, hallelujah. 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 See, little did the men of Judah know this occurrence would be one of the most significant times of mankind. And they ran supposing that they were drunk. This was, this was getting ready to be the first of the last days. And see, a lot of folks got it wrong. He said, in the last day. What you mean? That's now. The last days started in the book of Acts. For you that's not Bible students. We are in the last days. Just, just read, it's right there in the word. But we just going on off of hearsay and rumors. We're not reading. Little did they know, men of Judea and the surrounding places, and it talks about that all up through the first through the 12th verse, people from all around was there. And they were witness. God had poured his spirit out on Peter and had Peter to preach a sermon. And there was at least eight to ten different languages in the group. 
But here's what God's spirit did. I might have been speaking English, and Brother Sutton might be speaking Spanish and didn't know English. But when I spoke, he heard it in his own language. And because that happened, they supposed they were drunk. And it wasn't what it looks like. Sometimes you think folks is drunk because you drunk. I tell you, we impose our being upon folks. This what I would do if I did that. But it ain't what it, somebody might be employed today. In order to get a new job, you have to get out of the old job. When I was in the working force, I always, I, I love my job and, and I, I, God blessed me to retire from it, but I always kept my eyes open for some better. And I know you do too. You might be comfortable, but you kept your eyes open for something better. Why? Because this ain't the summation of my life. God got something better. Anybody know that God got something better? More than you can ask or think. He had, you know, the problem is uh, we get impatient and say, Lord, it's been 10 minutes. You told me you would give me the desires of my heart, and he did say that. You said that all good and perfect gifts come from you, and he did say that. But he never said nothing about arriving on your schedule. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew thy strength. They shall mount up as birds of eagles. They shall run and not be Weary, they shall walk and not faint. Just wait, I say, on the Lord. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Wait, I say. Before you start supposing, get the whole story. Get the whole story. And see, somebody's going to leave today, and you're hearing this message, and when this comes up, uh, you're gonna, you know what you're going to ask them? Is that the whole story? Is that really the whole story, or are you making some of this up? Is that the real story, or are you making? It's the real story. Read the book of Acts, second chapter. The 12th through the 17th verse, it, it was what it looked like. They was encroaching upon God had already gotten up from the grave. Jesus had. And he had what? They was in Jerusalem to celebrate. And they had a revival. And Jesus and Peter was the evangelist. And he preached a sermon so strong, 4,000 was added to the church. 
Now, just use your sanctified imagination. 4,000 folks is coming down the aisle asking God to take their heart and, and giving the preacher your hand or the priest your hand, and I want to submit my life to Jesus. 4,000? We can't even get one. So this was happening. And Peter was just preaching the gospel, spreading the good news. And then they supposing. They start supposing. They start assuming. God was getting ready to pour out his spirit on all flesh. On all flesh. What I say? All flesh. Am I right about it? He said, what? Your, your, he said, uh, uh, he said, look, look what he said here. And it shall come to pass in the last day, uh, said God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Look at here. And they thought they was drunk. Am I right? See, see, here it is, here, here, here it is, as I hurry to a close. His spirit is poured out on us. And his, his spirit teaches us. His spirit reminds us. His spirit comforts us. His spirit heals us. His spirit holds us. It keeps us from supposing. It keeps us from supposing. Am I right? You know, we, we, have, we have a family and, and, and members of this church. You know, one of them is a police officer. And I, I, I know that's stressful for the other one because, you know, every time they leave the house, it's a chance that they might not be coming back. But it ain't what it looks like. I got a good friend that went through it all. 38 years on the Dallas Police Department. Been into some lot of situation. Now successfully retired and preaching the gospel. It ain't what it looks like. Sometimes you heat coals or fire on your own head by supposing. Sometimes you drive up your own blood pressure by not trusting. Am I right about it? So sometimes a blessing looks like a denial. I said sometime. A blessing. It's a blessing right around the corner, but God sent midnight. He sent midnight first. Wish I could get a praying church here. I said God is getting ready to send a blessing, but he sends midnight first. Oh, y'all don't. Y'all ain't. Dickens, y'all help me preach here. Anybody ever went through a midnight before a blessing? 
He's sitting midnight, and, 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 just with my little, little mind. I suppose he might be saying, "How you are you ready?" Because the way you the way you handle midnight determines if it's your time yet. If you can't handle midnight, quit asking God for anything. Paul and Silas was in jail. And the Bible said they was on the innermost part of the prison. And at midnight, wasn't nobody thinking about no prayer meeting at midnight. Wasn't nobody thinking about preaching at midnight. But at midnight, God sent an earthquake, shook the foundation of the jails. The doors flew open and they walked out. I said, it ain't what it looks like. Let me tell you one more thing before I go to where you want me to go. The world was in chaos. Man was, wasn't loyal to anybody. Sin was raging. Everything was a disaster but God. Anybody on the side saying, oh, the world is getting ready to uh, uh, end. God is going to kill everybody but God. It wasn't what it looked like. God sent midnight before he sent Jesus. Somebody ought to say something. If I don't have enough faith to walk through midnight, I don't need nothing from God. God didn't design the midnight to trap you, to hurt you, to disappoint you. That's getting ready time. Somebody else says, I'm an ex-athlete, and I was a good one. Doing those sprints, those suicides, running those bleachers, that was midnight. Am I right about it? Throwing that medicine ball, that was midnight. Practicing every evening, sweat running everywhere, that was midnight. Oh, but when the game come, my shot was on point. I didn't get tired. Didn't get weary, but I had to go through the midnight to get to the wind. Somebody ought to shout for the Lord today. You got to go through the midnight before you get to the blessing. Many of you are at the, right at the verge of being blessed more than you can ask or think. But you're tripping in the midnight. You need to tell the midnight it ain't what it looks like. God is just getting me ready. Am I right about it? Cause God don't want to waste his blessing. He want me to be able to keep what I give him. Am I right about it? God sent Jesus in the midst of midnight. Am I right about it? Jesus gave his life in the midst of midnight. He said, you don't take my life. I'll lay it down. I know it's midnight. I know the world is in chaos. But it ain't what it looks like. They put him on a rugged cross. They buried in a mire tomb. But early. Oh, early. Early. Sunday morning. Midnight turn into day. It's daytime now. 
I got the blessings of God on my life. Do you love him? I said, do you love him? Say yeah. Yeah. And he's coming back again. He's coming. So get ready. He's coming. He's coming, Brother Thurman. Put it on your calendar. You just can't assign it to a date. But he's coming back again. Am I right about it? Coming in the air. Riding on a cloud. Calling to the graveyard. Calling to the live saint. And we're going. Home with Jesus. Don't worry about Trump's. And all of his gimmicks. All of his antics. It ain't what it looks like. Just tell yourself, I'm just going through a midnight. Am I right about it? Just the other day, they was on a boat. Jesus took a nap. The wind started raging. The water started coming into the boat. See, that's what'll make you panic. Am I right about it? But that was just midnight. They rushed down and said, Carries not that we perish. Jesus said, after he got up, didn't even wipe the sleep from his eyes, walked up the steps, looked out over the water, and said, Water, be still. Wind, go back to the four corners. And that was a great calm. You might be on a storm. You might be in the middle of midnight. But get ready. Get ready. Get ready. What you ask for is coming. What you want is coming. Tell the devil it ain't what it looks like. My delay is not a denier. Am I right about it? Ain't he all right? Somebody ought to say something this morning. Ain't the Lord all right? Yeah! Yeah! It's going to be all right. I say it's going to be all right. Don't let the devil fool you. When the devil come with this and that, it ain't never what it looks like. Midnight will turn into day. May God bless you.